0: signal 50 podcast where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events welcome back to the signal 50
1: podcast with your hosts alpha and bravo bravo how are you this afternoon
0: i'm doing wonderfully uh we had to uh put together a little little uh program about what's been going on because there's so much of it going on
1: well, there, there really is a lot of stuff going on. You know, today today we're going to talk a little bit about Biden's rush to war and, and what's really going on or, you know, our opinion about maybe the why, uh, some of the facts and, and some of the why and some of the events surrounding that. We're going to cover that. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that some of the freedom fighting that's actually going on around the world uh, that's that's spreading like wildfire, especially up in Canada. And we're going to talk about a few things today. Uh, But again, thanks for joining us at the Signal 50 podcast. Uh, You can find us on Getter. You can find us on Telegram. You can find us uh, on Locals. Uh, we're going to be signing up for a locals account there. Uh, so thanks a lot again. And you can grab our podcast at your favorite podcast outlet aside from apparently Google. Uh,
0: I know Who knows? Maybe the, uh, the nonsense that's going on YouTube's filtered down or filtered down from their parent company, Google. So who knows? Yeah.
1: Who knows? Yeah. Another thing we want to just mention real quick is the, is the little battle that uh, has been raging between, uh, uh, a rel- relatively large uh, video podcast and podcasting personality that everybody knows and loves, Dan Bongino, and the shots that were fired across his bow by YouTube, and he fired back, and and uh, he left, and he put up a little video that he quit, and uh, and he moved everything over to Rumble, and then Google said that they discontin- discontinued him, and they banned him for life. So it's been a very interesting uh, interesting thing to watch, right?
0: Yeah, who got fired? Well, we fired you. No, I quit. <laughs> exactly.
1: It's it's childish. You, it's childish. It,
0: it is. We love Rumble. We we were with Rumble when we first started. Yes. Uh, and we noticed the engagement we have on Rumble, so we love it. And, yes. Uh, um, they've they've always been a number two to YouTube, but I don't think that's happening anymore. Alpha, I think I think uh, Rumble is going to start overtaking YouTube because everyone's onto the game that YouTube's portraying, and. The only reason why I'm over there is because all my favorite star Wars content is still on YouTube. (laughs) I keep telling them in their comments, get off YouTube, go to rumble, go to rumble. I want star Wars content on rumble. Anyway,
1: I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, that, that, that's, that's interesting. You know, um, content and, and and the manipulation of content is something that we're going to talk about a little bit here also. And, and some of the mainstream outlets manipulating content to suit the narrative. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to start it off real quick and, and there's a little video I want to show you everybody here. Uh, I don't know if anybody's aware there's, there's a movement or a, a revolution going on, um, around the world really. And mm-hmm. it really kind of started off in Canada. You see, Canada's got some very, we mentioned it a little bit uh, on the last uh, episode there. Canada's got uh, some very draconian uh, regulations with truckers and being vaccinated. I mean, these guys sit in a tractor cab all freaking day long, right? By, yep, themselves. by themselves. By themselves. They right. have to wear a mask in the cab. They have to be vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. And all this other nonsense to and and vaccinated across the international border and to go back and forth. And these people have had enough. Okay, Mm -hmm. the Canadians have have had enough and and they're having a revolution in the most polite way possible, of course, because, you know, Canada. Mm -hmm. But they are on their way, you know, uh, thousands and thousands and thousands, like tens of thousands of truckers have dropped everything that they were doing.
0: Their trailers Great. too. They dropped the drop trailers. the trailers. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're bob they're bobtailing their asses over to Ottawa, and mm-hmm. their plan is to encircle the capital of Canada uh, until they drop the Vax mandates for truckers and and to to get their freedom back. So I'm going to play a little video here uh, for those uh, watching on Rumble. You'll enjoy this. For those that aren't and listening to the podcast, just use your imagination. while we're protesting
2: the vaccine mandate.
0: There we go. There's mandate freedom right there. There's Rick's truck. We just did the interview with him just in front of his truck there.
1: Well, for those that couldn't see that, I mean, we're, we're, we're watching videos of, of tractors, uh,
0: 18 wheeler tractors
1: coming from without, all... without, um, let me no,
0: trailers. No, no trailers, no trailers, no it's two four six eight ten ten 10, 10 wheels yeah, yeah. plus the eight wheels in the back. Right. So they're 10 wheelers now. <laughs> <laughs> Just...
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, the, these are the tractor cabs and, yep. and they're loaded with truckers and they're coming from all parts of Canada. And what I mean, they're coming from all parts of Canada. They're coming from as far as yellow horse and, uh, and everywhere. They're coming from British Columbia. They are coming from Newfoundland. They're coming from everywhere. They're descending on Ottawa. Uh, and Justin Trudeau, who's their feckless leader up in Canada is just, he's, he's terrible. He's, he's just, mm. ter- he he is like the Kamala Harris terrible. Mm. He's, he's awful. He's cringy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and these people are shutting down Canada. Okay, so if you need anything, at the, and and everybody in Canada, it's really funny. the The people of Canada are going to be majorly inconvenienced by this, mm-hmm. and I mean majorly inconvenienced. Freight is not going to move in Canada.
0: That oh, and no by the way, and by no the groceries. way, talk about who's going to be inconvenienced? We're going to be inconvenienced too. Absolutely we get a lot problem. of our wood from there. when they've shut that down because oh, yeah. the greenie said that having wood is bad. Well, I like to have a house too, you know? So right. that's one, that's one part of it. Um, but if you notice that this, the, the shells right now, you go into the store, they're pretty bare. They're not really oh, yeah. plentiful. It's going to get worse. People, everyone oh, else there, it's going to get worse. Now, Trudeau said, uh, and has tweeted this out, has been caught on video uh, that it's, um, the ideas that these truckers have, first of all, they're not a lot of them. And, um, well, that's, that's not true. That's a falsehood that he said, but the second part of it was what they said was not important. Um, they're not, they're not, it's unacceptable ideas that these, these people are bringing to their government and you already know where he's set. And now, now he's hiding. He said he came in contact with COVID and has got to be in quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. He ran to Montreal. But, That's convenient, uh, isn't it?
1: Well, you know, he says that there's only a few of these truckers and there's not very many of them. Well, I have news for you. Uh, <laughs> when this is like the second largest convoy in the history of, of mankind. And what's going to happen is we're talking hundreds of miles, hundreds of miles of trucks lined up bumper to bumper, hundreds of miles. They're going to arrive in Ottawa uh, tonight, tomorrow, and they're not leaving. They're not leaving. Does anybody understand what that means?
0: Wow, that's incredible. I think the Guinness Book of World Records had the longest convoy is five miles long. I think they blew that one out of the record book.
1: (laughs) Well, we have hundreds of American truckers that have disconnected their trailers, and they're heading up to Canada. Those that can go up there and do that. Mm Mm-hmm to show support for this. It's happening in uh, the Netherlands. It's happening around the world. Now, the truckers are, they're done. They're fed up. And mm-hmm. if anybody doesn't understand how important uh, the freight system is in the United States or the world, for that matter, that the, the... nobody wants to talk about logistics until, it's, until something goes wrong, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How do you get your groceries? It comes on a truck. Mm-hmm. It comes on a boat it comes on a truck it comes here there and everywhere okay things move throughout this country two ways trucks and rail
0: not airplanes they don't they they don't throw 747 cargo planes all over insignificant
1: bring how do they move okay. the freight from the airport to to the uh end use point of, point of use use okay. a tractor trailer right yeah that's okay. not this
0: is not you're not moving uh, uh, your cars or anything like that that you want to buy which by the way the lots are empty too uh, you're not moving them with uh, airplanes either. You're moving them with uh, car carriers, trucks, and rail.
1: And rail, right? And and they get from the rail yard to the dealerships on trucks. Okay. Right. So here here's the problem. The tractor trailer is the linchpin for all logistics freight movement from the shipyard, from the uh, from the port where the container ships unload. To the distribution centers where the logistics gets sorted out, and they get hooked onto uh, tra- trailer on flat car, they go on to trains. They go they they have to move off the dock with a tractor trailer. Mm-hmm. Period. Full stop. That's how everything moves. My understanding is it won't be too much longer from now when, well, whenever you're listening to this, it might already be happening. Mm-hmm. The truckers in the United States are going to do the same thing. They're going to shut the country down. So. Like Bravo was saying, it would be good for everybody maybe to make sure that they have staple items on hand. Um, it's going to be a major inconvenience for us, but it might be a way to get everybody's attention to jam Washington D.C. and to encircle it with tractor trailers and, and to jam it up.
0: Now, just think, everyone. This this information is starting to uh, the avalanche has started. You know, the snowball has gotten really big right now, and you have so many. People that listen to what happened at the end the mandate, you know, uh, stop the mandates rally, uh, and they're questioning and they're bringing their grievances to the government and saying, We don't want this anymore. Stop. And they're doubling down on stupid, thanks to Washington, D.C., saying, Nope, you need to wear masks. Nope, you need vaccines. Uh, no one's paying attention to anyone. No one's listening. That's a real right. problem.
1: Everybody's talking past one another. But That's I think right. it's time for, okay, all that being said, mm-hmm. It time for talking is over. It is the do part of the activity at this point. Mm -hmm. And the truck drivers in this country are the heart and soul of this nation and nothing moves without them. That's right. And when they stop, everything stops. Trust me, people, everything stops. How many tractor trailers are in this country? I can't, I, I, I don't know that number. I don't know that number. It's a huge number of tractor trailers, move goods throughout this country to the consumer.
0: I'll tell you how many cars there are, and then take take a you know eighth or so, a or quarter of those. Because trucks, you know, they're bigger and need a special license to drive. There's a lot of them, millions. Well, probably twenty
1: percent of everything on the road is a, a freight moving vehicle, right? right. Yeah, uh, you know, just by sure numbers, just a rough estimate. Don't mm-hmm. quote me on that one, but that's a that's a pretty big number. Sure. Now can now can you imagine when they show up in Washington D.C. You know, let's say 10,000 of them, 20,000, 30,000 of them show up and they just uh, go on the highway and they just park.
0: Mm.
1: You're done. It's uh, over. I I, you know what? Work revolution, from home. Revolution. Yeah. Work from home. <laughs> the last two years, nobody's done any work. I know. Uh, you know, revolutions come in all different shapes and sizes. and And this is a revolution that's spreading around the world. Uh, and it's about freedom. It's about personal choice. And, and little did anybody know in Canada, and it turns out that the people in Canada are are out on the streets in sub-zero temperatures. I don't know if anybody realizes this, but it's freaking cold in Canada.
0: It's cold here, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Trust me. It is a lot colder in Canada. I lived in Minnesota for a long time, and that's pretty damn close.
0: Okay? Yeah, yeah.
1: Let me tell you something. When you, the further North, you, it's so cold right now. It's ridiculous. You know, people, but but everyone supports this, but
0: Absolutely. it's not, it's not that we're not, i support this. I, I, got, oh, yeah. I, I'll be the first one to say, go for it. Love it. You know, because they're, they're exercising their right to, to, you know, to show what, how their disagreements with the government are, are occurring, but supporting by, you know, I'll give them sandwiches or I'll give them food if I can have the chance or, you know, uh, you know, be out there on the side, you know, on the overpasses and waving signs saying, "Yeah, yay, go, go, you know, it, it's hey. that's what's happening in Canada. Everyone is out there and there are huge <laughs> yeah. lines of trucks blowing their horns. Yep. They're
1: coming into towns and they're lighting off the fireworks and they're blowing through the towns and they're heading to Ottawa and, and they're going to shut it down. Yeah. And the people in the country have been oppressed for the last two years. I mean, it's just been a, it's been horrible for the people of Canada.
0: And can um, we emphasize this too often? We have to. It's peaceful. This is why you do it. You know, yeah, absolutely. Peaceful. Martin Luther King advocated peaceful yep. demonstrations. This is a peaceful demonstration. And That's right. To be inconvenienced, to uh, allow for this these ideas to get out. I. Oh, yep. Okay. I'm going to be ready. I'm already stored up with my toilet paper. I'm good. <laughs>
1: Make sure you got the DP, but you know, these, these, you know, we'll we'll leave it at this. You know, it's, it's, it, their history might look back at this and and say that these are the unlikely heroes, right? Mm -hmm. Who, who would have thought that the truckers in Canada would start a worldwide revolution to fight for people's personal, individual rights and freedoms. And I don't care where you stand. I'm not anti-vaccine. Bravo's not anti-vaccine. We are anti-mandate and common sense.
0: And allow people that He's- choose not to have it to not be shunned or to be made othered. That's
1: right. That's right. That is because very important. If you're concerned about your health, go do you. Yep. I'm going to do me. All right. Yep. And vaccines are not to protect you. They're to protect me. Right. You take a yep. vaccine, that's to protect your own personal
0: health. That's right. Yeah. If, it's not. it
1: works or not, that's another question. But that's to protect you, not somebody else.
0: But that that does show the the power of media, the power of of saying something that's not true, and then people start, you know, grabbing onto it and thinking that it's true. So, right when, when you talk about, um, you know, people, are, you know, the vaccines, they change definitions. They they they're supposed to protect you, meaning the the person listening to us or myself against getting that disease. It's not meant to, you know, if you don't have a vaccine, that's not my problem. You know, that's right.
1: That's, that's a personal choice that you have made. Right.
0: All right. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up
1: there and there's a lot to talk about right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Switching gears a little bit, you know, look, go, let's, let's support those truckers and and make sure that you do go out and, and stock up on the things that you need, because I think this is going to get a lot worse before it gets any better, but I digress. So, now uh we got a little uh little talk to do about ukraine and what's going on there why i think we need to all ask ourselves the question of why is the ukraine important to the united states
0: you know i'm thinking really hard about it right now alpha and i nothing's coming to mind (laughs) what's important about ukraine well, strategically, is it is it
1: important for us to go protect the border of the Ukraine? I mean, strategically. What What's benefit- there besides Russia, right? Well, and- well, what what benefit do we gain? We, uh, the collective royal we, as the United States, what strategic advantage do we have in, in screwing around with Ukraine and protecting them, uh, protecting their border, right? I can't. Uh, nobody is for a humanitarian crisis, okay? Nobody wants to see the Ukrainians get slaughtered, right? Right. Nope, nobody wants to see that. That's not what anybody's advocating for. What I'm asking is a general question of why is the Ukraine so important?
0: Are they, well, member of, are they a member of NATO? Nope, they're not a member of NATO. Are we
1: obligated to protect them?
0: No. They. I mean, there's a long history of the Ukraine. Um, and during the world wars, they were invaded and the Russians invaded them and they have, they have some things going on with Russia and they were taken over by the then Soviet union, you know, um, and, uh, was part of the, the Soviet union block countries after the Soviet union broke up, they got their own independence. Um, but notice how I'm saying there's no ever direct. Connection with the United States that I can yep. think of, except recently. <laughs> if you <laughs> yeah. are there, anybody that has connections with Ukraine that um, I can, really I, cares about Ukraine? I mean, I can tell you, I'm, I'm I'm glad they're 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 doing well. and They have their own thing, and they're they're led by a Jewish leader. One of the only other state major states that are led by a Jewish leader besides Zelensky. Israel. Yep, Zelensky. Yep, yep. Uh, he's and and. You can talk about possibilities of anti-Semitism and who doesn't like who, but that's not, that's not the United States problem, is it?
1: No, it's not. That's not my problem. I mean, okay. Now, now we're, we're, we've got a president and Mm -hmm. we're going to get to a little bit of video on that and, and some reporting that's been done on this, but let's lay some groundwork here, Ukraine. We know that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden were involved in the Ukraine and Biden strong armed, you know, prosecutors that were investigating Burisma in the Ukraine. I mean, this is not up for debate. No, the,
0: the four facts and eight. are settled.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, facts this, are is settled. Not, this is this is settled fact. This is not this is not up for debate. Uh, he went to the Ukraine and he sat down with the president at the time and he said, hey, you know, I got a billion dollars worth of aid and aid package for you. If you don't fire that prosecutor that's looking to my son and his dirty dealings with Burisma, we're not going to I'm going to get on the plane and I'm going to go. I mean, I'm not saying this. Joe Biden said it. these are his words, right? That's Right. These are his words. Right. So and what happened? The prosecutor all of a sudden disappeared, fired, gone. Case, case closed. And then
0: during the Trump administration, that prosecutor came out and was trying to get uh, this out in the open and was trying to uh, adjudicate it through the courts in Ukraine. Um, And uh, there was a phone call that occurred with President Trump and the Ukrainian uh, Zelensky, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. And all of a sudden, if everyone remembers, let's go back into the way back machine here. Yeah. Um, there was no, a president. lot of uh, discussion about this phone call and how was it right or not right and this and that and the phone transcript came out and it was quote a perfect phone call they had a discussion they talked about what was going on and their concerns and they hung up yeah. so that and, was a, and, and the president got call. it
1: and the president got impeached over it
0: That's, and again why i mean well we can you know, well, that's I, another I story. T- well, I can tell you
1: why. I can tell you why. Democrat, because let's let's just let's just call it what it is. The Ukraine has been used uh, for many many years by a lot of politicians uh, mm-hmm. to give foreign aid to and to have it laundered back, okay, mm-hmm. through foundations and grants and a number of different things. Um, so. It's been a piggy bank for a lot of very crooked politicians from, you know, not necessarily just from the United States for a very, very long time. Uh, And the world is a dirty place, folks. This stuff does take place. It does happen. Let's not pretend it doesn't. Okay. You think that billion dollar aid package wasn't going to come back in some way to the guy who brought it over there? Of course it was. It's Mm -hmm. everybody owes, everybody pays and uh the ukrainians are are not exactly the straightest of shooters in the world either okay because that's just the way things work in that right. part of the world right yeah so <laughs> let's let's stop pretending all right let's stop pretending hunter biden was on the board of a gas company in in the ukraine right raking in millions and millions of
0: dollars for what and for his expertise in the gas field no well he- because that yeah, was Joe Biden, right? So that was Joe Biden, and there was influence.
1: That's right, and he was he was peddling influence. They they paid him off to uh, to gain influence. You know that right. was that everybody's on the Biden payroll. The Biden crime family's been doing this for years and years and years, right? Right. And it's it's just amazing. He hasn't been prosecuted. He's getting really close. So mm-hmm. that's why they impeached him, impeached the president. But. Yep. I digress. So why are we so interested in the Ukraine?
0: Well, I was looking at the map here real quick and uh, yeah. Russia may want it because it's right in the Black Sea and it can be That's a right. great base, naval yep. base, maybe. Yep. yep. But if water you look court. At, yep. Oh, I'm sorry. If you look at, uh, you know, the, the Ukraine has a lot of uh, coastal line that goes with, um, with. there's actually a small little pen, peninsula that I'm sure they want to have for a base, but Russia kind of surrounds them on the other other sides there on the northern side of their, their border. So, right, right, right. Right. There's Poland, Belarus, um, Mm -hmm.
1: Romania and Hungary border, the Ukraine and Slovakia and uh, and Poland there. So, correct me if I'm wrong Alpha.
0: that's not a reason to go to war. I don't care what Russia's bases are as long as they don't throw their ships towards me. I don't care. You know, not my problem.
1: Well, I don't want to see a humanitarian crisis. Nobody really does, and nobody wants to see the Russians go into the Ukraine and and go on a killing spree, uh, which I don't really think they're going to do. Because you know, at at the end of the day, these people in the Ukraine—yes, they're Ukrainian, but they're also ethnically Russian, right? Right. So there are some
0: that want to be part of Russia. Health, yeah. That no one's talking about that. They want to be part of Russia. They want to go back to Mother Russia. Fine. Hey, you know what? You you know what we're saying here, though. You do, they you do, you don't worry about, I'm not worried about them. And as long as they're not setting up uh, concentration camps, like, the, mm, I don't know, China, uh, and they're not killing people because they're Ukrainian. That's not our fight. We don't need to be there. I don't want, they're our not, a, to Na- they're not a NATO
1: country. They're,
0: and not, they're not a NATO country. And it doesn't seem like anyone else really wants to talk about it. Oh, but they are because recently alpha, they had a uh, little meeting, the French, Russians, Ukrainians, Germans all got together and they had a little meeting to kind of talk things out and make sure they're all on the same page. And guess who wasn't invited? The United States. Nowhere to be found. And but, I, from what I understand, they're having a nice little discussion and they're going to work things out. Right. Meanwhile, you have Biden screaming at the top of his lungs: we need to go. You're, you're going to have a war. You're going to have a problem. Yep. And the phone you're- call he happened to have had with Zelensky, Zelensky was, yeah. you're going to be invaded. You better be ready. We're here to help. And the Zelensky said to Biden, you're nuts. We don't know what you're talking about. We're fine.
1: Right. <laughs> and and CNN actually committed a random act of journalism and reported on it.
0: I mean, Jay Taper? Jack, Taper? That,
1: Jake Tapper? Tapper? Jake Tapper, yeah. the oh Jake Tapper, yeah. He committed a random act of journalism, reported on it. And wow, that phone call apparently did not go really well between Zelensky and Biden. Mm. And they reported on it and they have been busy, busy, busy beavers trying to pull down the story. So we're going to play that for you because CNN doesn't want us to. So we just happen to have a little bit of video and audio on the reporting that CNN did. And then they pulled down immediately Mm. on uh, on this. So let's play this for sure. everybody's pleasure out there. Uh, audio listeners, you can listen, video, it's it's all good. Ready? Here we go.
0: We have breaking news for you and our world lead. A senior Ukrainian official tells CNN that today's phone call between President Biden and Ukrainian President of Volodymyr Zelensky, quote, did not go well. Our source tells CNN that the two disagreed about the immediacy of the threat of a Russian attack on Ukraine. The White House and Pentagon have been emphatic that they believe an attack could be imminent. We should note the White House just released its own readout of that call, and there was no mention of President Biden's warnings or the two presidents' disagreements. The White House did say Biden underscored America's commitment to Ukraine's sovereignty. CNN's Matthew Chance joins us now live from Kiev, Ukraine, with more. Matthew, what more are you learning about this
2: disagreement on the biden zelensky call? How heated did it again? Uh, I'm not sure I could characterize how heated it got, but there was definitely a disagreement about the sort of level of risk that the country is facing uh, when it comes to uh, a Russian invasion. On the one hand, you've got President Biden. This is according to an official who briefed me on the the conversation that was had on the telephone call uh, this evening. On the one hand, President Biden saying the threat is imminent. I mean, we've heard this before. The Ukrainians pushing back on that, saying that the... Uh, the threat, according to their intelligence analysts, is a bit more ambiguous than that. And it's, a, it's possible that there won't be an invasion, whereas uh, President Biden apparently telling his Ukrainian counterpart that an invasion was virtually certain later on in February when the ground uh, becomes. Uh, uh, more frozen in this country. He went on to say that he he warned the Ukrainian uh, leader that the capital, Kiev, this city here, uh, could be sacked. And that's that's the word he apparently used, according to this uh, Ukrainian official, sacked by Russian forces, who he said may attempt to occupy it. There was also some some quite bad news uh, delivered, although expected news, I think, delivered uh, by the uh, US president to the Ukrainian side. President Biden, according to this official, who who briefed me on the conversation, uh, saying uh, that he told the Ukrainian leader that Ukraine would not be getting significantly more military help, that there would be no U.S. troops sent to Ukraine to defend it. We already already knew that, of course, but it was reiterated again uh, on this phone call. Um, Also, no sophisticated weapons, uh, further sophisticated weapons delivered to Ukraine.
1: (laughs) Ha! Well... Now, now, why, why is Biden getting everybody amped up for a fight?
0: He forgot to take his Aricept medication. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> I don't know
1: either. <laughs> why? I mean, I mean, why? I mean, is 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 he itching for a fight to happen over there so badly? That, uh, you know, he, he hopes to have a distraction from everything that's going wrong in this country? I mean, or is he trying to protect himself? Because, you know, if, if Russia does go in there, they're going to put their own puppet dictator in. Uh, they're going to put their own leadership in because that's what Russia does. And they'll spill the beans on him and Hunter Biden because the Russians, you know, as corrupt as they are, they're okay as long as they're corrupt. They just don't like other people screwing around in their territory being corrupt. Mm. So they'll blow the whistle on him in a heartbeat. And I think this man is um so, uh, how do we say, compromised. Mm. I, have, I, I, I can't even understand. Now, just the very notion that we're not going to be sending them any more advanced military equipment, etc., I'm okay with that. That's fine. Um, we have already sent them $200 million worth of stuff, $200 million worth of anti-tank, anti-aircraft, uh, weapons, ammunition, et cetera, et cetera. And how much
0: did we leave in the Afghanistan? Uh, $85 billion. billion. So we're billion. a little behind.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. a little behind. I really think we could probably use that. And and you know, it's 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 very interesting that some of the bureaucrats inside the Biden administration's state department are screaming about protecting the border of Ukraine. Mm. They're, they're screaming and literally raising hell about protecting the border of Ukraine. Now forget me forgive me if I'm mistaken, but what the hell do I care about the border of Ukraine? Not that again, I don't want to see a humanitarian crisis here, right but Ukraine can Ukraine is Ukraine, right? right. what about my border? what about what about what, what's going on in the southern border?
0: You mean the lack thereof?
1: Yeah this 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 administration has failed to read the room. Oh my gosh. Okay we're we're not paying attention to things that are going on in our own country but we're significantly more concerned about protecting the border of a country half a world away that's not a NATO member mm-hmm. that you know just happened to you know put a lot of money in the Biden's pockets I think 31 right. million dollars or something like that.
0: Well if you remember the last show we were talking about the border and we brought up Lot of the different things there was some new video that came up, uh, from the uh, the camera for that the police were in the uh, in uh, Westchester County where they uh, he was doing his investigation because, of course, that that airport is supposed to be silent because there's a lot of neighborhoods around there and they don't like jets coming in and out of that area. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind, I like watching jets, but. Um, you know how they have these planes coming in the middle of the night, waking people up. Um, so they don't, they're they not supposed to have that, but right. here, um, let's play that video.
1: Well, hold on, hold on one second. Oh. I don't know if everybody's aware, but there are a number of airports in the country that have blackouts. Okay. Uh, like Reagan national in DC, mm-hmm. you cannot fly in or out of there after 11 o'clock at night. If you're coming in after eleven o'clock at night, something's gone terribly wrong, and something got jammed up and and there's no services, nothing at the airport, mm-hmm. you land to a basically a closed airport with a very skeleton crew. They shut down all flight operations after a certain time and they don't open them till a certain time in the morning, generally speaking between about five o'clock in the morning, okay. yep so there was a dead giveaway that something mm-hmm. was going on at the Westchester County Airport, which is a small regional airport by the way, yep. Uh, they have a tower, I believe, and it's controlled airspace, all that business. But the law enforcement, there was something wrong. And there's always... Right. It's supposed to be somebody, quiet. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be quiet. What, what's going on? Why is there a plane landing here? Okay, I so have a family play. member
0: who lives down that area. Yeah, and it's uh, right on the flight path. And uh, he made me aware of that they were coming in at late at night. I'm like, huh? Oh, that's why. But Well, let's play a little video.
1: So we're really concerned about the border of Ukraine, right? Mm. We're terribly concerned about... Kiev being sacked and, and sovereignty of Ukraine, and we're really worried about that, right? So, let's play a little video for you.
0: you know, like I said, a lot of this is just... No, I, I get it. You know, I just, like I said... Stuff that we don't tell people. Because what we don't want to do is attract attention. We don't want the media. Yeah. Like, we don't even know where we're going when they tell us.
2: Yeah. Right. Obviously.
0: I get the whole secrecy and all this, but this is even about my thing. Right? Yeah.
2: You know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean.
0: And why? You know why? You do know why. Yeah, I know, but why? Look, why? Look, look, look at them all. Yeah. So, why? <laughs> no, but uh, what's what's the big secret? Everybody knows it's happening. You know why? Because out.
1: The the people.
0: I heard some very important information on that one. The government's betraying its own people.
1: Absolutely. Okay, so like we've always maintained, we have laws in this country, and we have a border. We have an administration that's come into office that has chosen to ignore the fact that we have a border. They are bringing migrants across the border that are undocumented people, and, and they don't know who the hell they are. They're... Uh, OK, so let's let's talk about it. They're un- undocumented, unvaccinated. They don't have jobs. They don't have any kind of sponsorship in the United States. They they don't have valid asylum claims. They don't have any of the things that qualify you to come across the border of the United States. They are filtering across the border in mass. They're being loaded onto planes. They're being sent to cities around the country on a nightly basis, using our tax dollars, putting these people in cities, and we don't know who the hell these people are. They never show up for their court uh, hearings, uh, immigration hearings, and they're doing it under cover of darkness at night in small regional airports across the country. They got caught.
0: So the question then is, Alpha, and uh, I'll raise the question and we can talk about it. If Biden is, is trying to divert us to the con, to the concern over in Ukraine about their border and their issues with Russia and they're not even members of NATO and we're not even defending them. We're not even supposed to, again, things that just don't make any sense when you ask why. And then you focus back to a real issue that we talked about last, last show about the border. And we're bringing it up again because this is a data point that seems to be hanging out in space without a real good question, except I'm starting to put things together. And it seems that Biden has an alternative motive and that officer or the person that the officer was talking to said that the government is basically screwing us in hell. And, um, it's, it's sad to see that the person that is in the oval office doesn't have your interest in mind, my interest in mind and the country's, best interest in mind in securing that border versus wanting to commit troops all the way over to Ukraine. Right. So we're,
1: we're, we're sending hundreds of millions of dollars worth of aid to a country. We have, unfortunately, look, nobody, this is very, it sounds very callous, right? It sounds very callous to say, well, I don't care about that. I I care about the people of the Ukraine. I care about all people. I don't want anybody to die. I, I just don't want to see any of that, but from a, perspective of responsibility, Mm -hmm. we have absolutely zero responsibility or obligation. Well, actually, no, it's not responsibility. It's obligation. We have zero obligation to protect the people of Ukraine. This administration has 100% responsibility to protect the sovereignty of the United States, protect our borders, and to follow our laws. They're doing none of these things, and they are intentionally betraying the people of the United States, betraying our trust, using our tax dollars to break the laws that have been established by our lawmakers that we have voted for. We vote for people based upon the platforms that they purport to support, right? And, and then they end up not
0: supporting that when they and get there.
1: our lawmakers pass the laws. Our lawmakers pass the laws that we elect in this country. The bureaucrats don't make laws. The elected officials make the laws. And as the last time I checked, everything that this administration is doing as, as it would relate to our border sov- sovereignty and our immigration law is being absolutely violated. They're... Using our tax dollars, that Congress is supposed to allocate tax dollars, not the administration. No bureaucrat is allowed to spend a dollar past their budget, and budget line items are are strictly controlled. Who's paying for this?
0: Last time I checked, it was you and me.
1: Right? Did I did I authorize that through my uh, elected representatives to fly people all over the country in the in the dark of night? The answer is no. No. Do nope. we have? D- did we? Did we? Are a lawmakers say, vote on and pass a resolution and pass a law that was signed by the president, saying we don't have a border anymore?
0: It's a few, a small group of people that think they know better than what's the will of the people and the consent of the governed to go ahead and do what they think is necessary to. Their own interests. Right. It's turning into a government that's not of the people, for the people, but it is a government for their own self-interest.
1: That's right. It's all about power. We are very, very concerned about the border of Ukraine. But, you know, the border of the United States that directly impacts communities across this country, your community, Bravo, my community, our listeners' communities, forget about it. Harris County, Texas, they had a deputy shot by an illegal the other day, shot in the face and killed. The list of these tragedies goes on and on and on. Am I saying that illegals commit all the crimes? I'm saying no. But if that guy weren't in the country like he wasn't supposed to be in the country, that guy would be alive. And the countless other folks have been killed by illegal immigrants if they were kept out of the damn country like they were supposed to be, because we have a border, we have a process, we have a laws and procedures, many, many, many countless American lives would have been saved. But yet we're really concerned about what goes on in the Ukraine. Why? Because we have a president that's compromised.
0: Yep. He's trying it's, to cover his derriere. That's why.
1: Well, it's completely disgusting.
0: Yeah he's he's trying to he's trying to get us to us as a, as a people and as you know the press is is in lockstep with this and i'm not just talking cnn msnbc fox is also and and they're not they're not to an
1: extent i agree
0: yeah newsmax they're not really talking about any of this um, yeah. so uh, you know again it's it's where the rubber meets the road everyone and I'm hoping that that the policymakers that are in charge start to really pay attention to the and, and prioritize what needs to be done for our country. In other words, stop worrying about everyone else in Ukraine, and let's worry about us. Let's worry about uh, getting enough energy for everyone to heat their homes. Let's worry about uh, making policy that will allow us to be all economically secure those policies are not happening right now so no again the government needs to start governing for us and representing us and not their self-interest that's the way i see it
1: i didn't hire uh lawmakers to support people in the ukraine right i, di- I didn't i hired uh through my vote whether whether my guy won or not but i i never saw a platform where we're going to put the interests of the ukrainians ahead of americans i never saw anybody you know campaign on that did you no did you ever see a law that says well the ukraine border is more important than our border so we're going to go defend the ukrainian border and we're going to send them 200 million dollars worth of stuff no No, in fact
0: um his his uh the person that's in the white house right now really didn't campaign on anything no he
1: didn't campaign he sat in his basement eating ice cream that's right it's just insanity um there's a lot to talk about here. There's a lot to unpack with this administration and and the mistakes that they're making. Uh, I'm not sure these are mistakes. I think this is willful misconduct at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, we're stuck with them. What I see happening though is, you know, we're getting very, very close to the midterm elections, and even the democratic pundits out there are are their warning of a a bloodletting in the midterm elections.
0: And that's only going to happen if everyone gets out and votes and, and make sure that the numbers are where they need to be. The laws, yes, they're changing. That's, that's fine. But the way Virginia happened and the success that Yunkin had was the fact that everyone turned out and voted. And then there were safety ga- you know, uh, uh, protocols where they, the vote was not stopped and they were not able to discount things. And, you know, it was, uh, it was, it happened the way it was supposed to happen. And the only way we're going to get ahead of this is to get out and vote and pay attention to who we're putting into, into place. I don't want any more rhinos like Liz Cheney from Wyoming. I don't want any more um, gas bags that are not going to stand up and, and represent us like we were talking about. Not their own self-interest, but us, the people.
1: Well, another thing that's really important for everybody to uh, remember you know, the, the, the Democrats, they're not really Democrats. OK, these these people are they're radicals um, and they fight and they know how to fight and they're very, very good at it. And they mm. never quit. They keep going. They are like the steady march. They never, never, never stop. Republicans were very polite, generally speaking, and were very law and order and straightforward. I'm not saying not to be, but it's time to fight. It's time to stand up for yourself. It's time to fight. And I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. All you have to do is look around and see, do I like what's happening right now? And the answer, generally speaking, I guess 66% of the country, because Biden's got like a 33% approval rating, if I'm not mistaken, correct?
0: It's lower, actually.
1: Okay, well, fair enough. Uh, we, we'll give them, I give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Let's, let's just say, generally speaking, 66% of the people in this country don't think the president administration is doing a good job. Well, let me tell you something. Stop voting for the same people that do the same crap over and over and over again. The only way to stop it is to get out and vote and stop voting on party lines. Start voting on the issues that are important. Right. Stop voting for a Democrat because your daddy voted for a Democrat. Or I'm a black person. I, I'm, I'm, I was told to vote for Democrats. Stop it. Start using your head. Start thinking for yourself And start thinking about what's best for your family and what's best for this country. And start thinking about how best you can preserve your liberties and freedoms. Because I'm here to tell you, these Democrats are not about your liberties or freedoms. That's right. You better start fighting like you're the third giraffe trying to climb onto Noah's Ark.
0: (laughs) Floods are coming. Dying. You
1: betcha. I'm, I'm telling you, these people are going to get more and more and more dangerous as, as we get closer to the midterm elections.
0: Right. Well, we'll have plenty of time to talk about elections and things like that. But That's right. again, the takeaway why things are happening, why why is Biden so concerned about Ukraine? Well, he had he got himself in some trouble and he's getting caught and he wants to make sure that it doesn't come to the light. And even the press that we talked about, CNN, tried to get rid of all these stories and scrub it from the Internet. Well. We, uh, we got it all. We, we just showed it to you and shared it well, with
1: you. Geez, we committed a random act of journalism and told the truth, so we better take that down. So, you know, look, <laughs> look, folks, we're not going to give you the real, you know, the uh, the Harvard-level breakdown of everything. We're just giving you food for thought. And these are some of the topics you all need to start keeping an eye on and start formulating your own opinions on. Be skeptical. Be the 10th man. And And take the contrary opinion and look at what's really going on around you. And that's all that's that's a wrap. I mean, mm-hmm. that's all I have to say.
0: So everyone out there, please let us know what you think. Uh, you can get a hold of us on our getter accounts. I'm at Bravo golf five nine two. You can get a hold of Alpha at alpha Sierra two eight eight. That's on Getter. We're on Telegram. You can see what we're posting there. We post a lot of our uh, sources there. and um, you can also get us uh, on Rumble. So Rumble is very good to us, and we're very pleased. Part of that, uh, as things get going, we may be starting to um, see where you want us to go. We don't know what you want us to talk about, so some little help would be great. Let us know. Um, other than that, um, you know, we want to make sure that we also thank soldiers, sailors, marines, we want to thank all of the EMTs, paramedics, police, firefighters, and frontline healthcare workers who are all out there protecting us. And you know what? Those truckers, they're just as important. And I was just thinking this as we're starting to sum up here, Alpha. Do you remember how we were all very grateful to the truckers when the first two years ago, when the COVID started mucking up our lives? Remember how we were all saying how important they were?
1: Yeah, just like uh, all the frontline healthcare workers were important, seemingly, until uh, bureaucrats got a hold of that and ruined them, too.
0: That's right. They want to control them. And that's what this comes down to. But you know what? the truckers are still important health front health uh, frontline healthcare care workers are still important and if it if it if it's coming down to it was okay beforehand during covid before there's any thought of the vaccine to go out there and risk their lives uh why are you mandating a, a vaccine now that we know it doesn't work just asking the question why
1: well so. well we were gonna wrap this up but you know, there's a lot of information out there that we're going to be bringing to you in, in the coming episodes. So, again, thanks a lot for, for listening to us. And you know what? Just uh, keep tuned to the trucker situation in Canada because I'm, I'm here to tell you that same scene is going to unfold in the United States within the next few weeks. And it should be interesting. So it would be a really good idea for you to go out and get those items out of the grocery store that you need now. Start buying them in small amounts and, and be ready for about two or three weeks of serious inconvenience.
0: Mm-hmm. With well, that That's being it. said, I'm gonna cue the music when you're ready, sir.
1: Yeah, I'm ready. Everybody have a great week.
0: Thanks. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our signal fifty transmission.